He took the words out of my mouth because I was starting my message with saying, this is a marking moment, and he took it. We can share it, though, Jimmy. I love you. <laughs> but for real, like, this, this is a core memory moment. And some of you may have heard that phrase this year, core memory. It's like a buzzword. It means, like, this is like a marking moment. This is a memory and a time that I won't forget. And this is actually marking something off of my bucket list. Not just because I want to be on stage or in the spotlight, uh, but it's because I know my purpose. I didn't force it, but I prepared and positioned myself for when the opportunity came, I was ready. And talking about preparation, Jimmy asked me to speak on Thursday. So I did not have months and weeks to prepare, um, but this is what the preparation and positioning can do. So I have a question. How many of you would say that you know your purpose? Yes, okay, just a few, okay, just a few of you. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> at the beginning of the year, I didn't get a word. Some people get a word for the year. And this past year, I felt that the Holy Spirit highlighted a phrase, and it was step into your purpose. And so I had a general sense of what my purpose was, but I knew that this really was an invitation this year to lean in, to draw closer, and go deeper than ever to walk out and kind of unlock a new level of what that purpose was. And so throughout the year, I look back at kind of from January 1st, 2020, and to now, I see the fruit. And this right here is the manifestation and the fruit of stepping into your purpose. And so for those of you that don't know me, my name is Britt Olander. I am part of the corporate, um, uh, the five-fold leadership team here at The Resting Place, as well as Thursday Prayer. And I'm giving a shameless plug for Thursday Prayer because this, um, these times, these moments are really a time of worship and ministering unto the Lord and intercession. And this past Thursday was such a, a marking movement and moment um, for the resting place. So what you're sitting in and what you're um, kind of just in the atmosphere that you're in right now um, is the overflow of what happened on Thursday. Uh, Sebastian actually released a sound. Maybe you, some of you have heard the term like a new sound being released. But truly it was a sound that came out of his mouth that we knew in the room that something was happening. Um, and we believe that it was part of preparing the way of the Lord. And it was incredible. We call him Sebastian the Shofar now because <laughs> it truly was. It was. And so Shofars prepare the way. They, they sound the alarm, preparing the way, making the way for the Lord. And so it's funny because I didn't realize or even recognize um, what this Sunday was until I was preparing this message. And we're actually in the, the month of Advent. Have you heard of Advent before? Yes. Okay. I didn't, I didn't realize the correlation until I was actually preparing. And the uh, word Advent means coming or arrival. And the Advent season is a season of waiting with expectation for Christ, for his birth, and as well as his second coming. Active preparation and active um, reflective preparation of Jesus. And today is the third Sunday of Advent, and the focus and the theme is joy, leading us to wait and prepare with joy for the coming of Jesus. So how do we prepare the way of the Lord? I believe that as we prepare the way of the Lord, we do that by knowing and walking out our purpose as sons and daughters and living out the unique expression of Christ in us, the hope of glory. Knowing our purpose is how we prepare the way of the Lord. We can't prepare the way of the Lord if we don't know our purpose. 
And purpose can be an overused word um, that you may have heard often, and it can often leave people feeling discouraged um, or disappointed um, or in that state of striving because they mistake their calling or an assignment or a season or a title for their purpose. I've definitely done that. I don't know about you. But I'm here today to bring you some encouragement and hope that you haven't missed out on your purpose and you no longer have to strive to try to find it or um, just go out of, out of alignment trying to figure that out. So I want to share three keys about your purpose that will help you prepare the way. Does that sound okay? Okay. I want to pray real quick. God, thank you so much for preparing the hearts of your people. Thank you that you, you made a way for us. Thank you that you're releasing fresh revelation of purpose and stewardship of that purpose today. So I just ask, Lord, that you would unlock the hearts of your people to passionately pursue and walk out their purpose, that they would leave here knowing more fully who they are and how they're to express their purpose in Jesus' name. So for those of you who didn't raise your hands, do you want to know your purpose? You want to know? Okay. I'm going to tell you. Uh, I feel like the first key of walking out and preparing the way of the Lord is knowing your purpose. Everything else flows from this, and I'm going to tell you. Your purpose is to know him, to love him, and to prepare the way for him. That's it. That is your purpose. Everything else, like I just said, flows from that. There is a catch. There's a stipulation, and it's mission critical, I feel. And it is that each of you have a unique expression of that purpose. And your job is to actually step into it. Once you know it, you step into it and you steward it. No one else can prepare the way of the Lord like you can. What a privilege. I was thinking about that. It's such an honor. Like no one else. Comparison falls away when you realize and you recognize that no one else can prepare the way of the Lord like you can. No one else can prepare the way of the Lord like you can. I say it again because it's so worth repeating. Our purpose is to prepare the way of the Lord, and that purpose is expressed differently through each of us. You have a unique expression of the purpose and how to prepare the way of the Lord. So how do we express that? I love the biblical example of Jesus because he's literally the best example for everything. <laughs> um, he prepared the way. He prepared and he made a way for us by becoming the sacrifice for all sin. He went before us and he gave us access to personal relationship with God through himself. And he continues today to prepare the way even now through our union with him. Jesus knew his purpose and we see all throughout scriptures how he uniquely expressed that during his time of ministry here on earth. He only did what the father did and only said what the father was saying. And he expressed his purpose through healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons, teaching others kingdom principles, spending time with community, spending time with outcasts. And I believe that my expression of my purpose is to encourage and connect people to hear the voice of the Lord and to connect them to his heart. So from knowing your purpose and your expression, everything else flows. It makes it so easy. It helps to keep you in alignment and gives you the empowerment and the ability to actually steward your purpose. I can do that in my job. I can do that in relationships. I can do that here at church. I feel like another example that God really highlighted to me, um, two examples actually, of express, expressing purpose is Gigi. 
she, her purpose is not to be a co-campus pastor or worship pastor. That's not her purpose. Her purpose is to know him and love him and prepare the way for him. And she expresses that purpose through worship and leading others to encounter him. Pastor Jess is another great example of that. Her purpose is not to be a medical esthetician. Her purpose is to know him and love him and prepare the way for him. And she does that through healing through medical, her medical esthetician business. That is preparing the way. That prepares the way. So think about how you are expressing and preparing the way, the only way that you can express it. So your expression might be through prayer. It might be through um, teaching. It could be through a variety of different ways. I saw um, someone, I forget, you were dancing there um, during uh, All Hail King Jesus. That was such an expression of literally preparing the way for the Lord in the spirit. And it was so beautiful. Um, and she was just being herself. When we're, we're truly ourselves and we know our purpose, that is preparing the way of the Lord. We're expressing the fullness of Christ in us. So we have one purpose but many expressions. So once we know that purpose, to know him, to love him, and prepare the way for him, we can then step fully into it. We can steward it well and prepare the way of the Lord. So the second key, once you know your purpose, is to actually step into it. Anyone ever felt, like, overwhelmed by their purpose or, like, it's too big so you stay stuck? Yes, yes. Okay, I'm glad I'm not alone. Um, <laughs> I feel, uh, I looked at John, the, the life of John the Baptist, and I feel like he was a really good example of somebody who knew how to step into his purpose. He prepared the way of the Lord by fulfilling Isaiah's prophecy um, about a messenger preparing the way for Jesus. He was the son, John the Baptist, was the son of a priest and was fully qualified to serve in a temple. But he knew his purpose, and he chose to stay in alignment with that. He chose to go out into the wilderness to begin his ministry um, and to preach and prepare the people for Jesus to come. That's our purpose, too. So stepping into our purpose may be counter to what is expected, what's been in your family line, what's, um, what you had envisioned. But I feel like John the, ba the, the baptizer was really a great example of that. Um, and expressing it in your own unique way can actually activate and I believe accelerate the preparation and preparing of, uh, of the Lord coming. So my phrase was step into your purpose this year. And the accompanying scripture, I'm going to have them put on the screen, was from Philippians 4, verses 12 through 16. And I want to read it because I feel like Paul gave us um, strength, encouragement, and strategy for being able to do just this. It says, I admit that I haven't yet required the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Christ Jesus has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. So let all who are fully mature have the same passion. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. And let us all advance together to reach this victory prize following one path with one passion. Something that really uh, stood out to me from this scripture passage is the motion the stepping, the running. Running requires that stepping action and it's forward moving. And so it's forgetting the past. So as you step more into your purpose and express it, you can't carry old mindsets. You can't carry baggage into that because it's, it's not part of your purpose. So mindsets, false belief, 
um, false beliefs, lies, sin habits, those things need to be let go of. Maybe there's area of your life that you know needs attention, that you know needs healing in order to step into your purpose. This is your time. This is your marking moment to be able to do that as you step into 2023. And I feel like some of the encouragement that Paul gave um, in this passage was in verse 13. It says, I don't depend on my own strength. So we don't need to do it all by ourselves. The burden is not yours. So pressure off to try to have it perfect or, or try to feel like you have to be this solo range, solo ranger out there trying to figure it out and express it. We have the Holy Spirit, our encourager, our comforter. We have Jesus, our best friend, and our healer, our deliverer. And we have God, our Father, who is always speaking and always leading and loving us through it all, every step of the way. So as we take these steps, as we lean into the voice of the Lord, we're able to better steward our purpose with excellence. It helps us stay in our lane, and we're not trying to, um, you know, let things distract or knock us off because we have that purpose, and we're not swayed by what other people are doing. If we know and our gaze and our hearts are fixed on him, who is our prize and our purpose, it makes everything else that much easier. The third key um, in helping to prepare the way of the Lord is stewarding your purpose. So once we know our purpose, which you all found out today, you know that you have courage to not step into it alone, and you know how to step into it alone. Now we get to steward that purpose. Stewarding your purpose helps prepare the way of the Lord. And I feel like one of the best and most inspiring examples of that is Mary in the Bible. Uh, Mary was given her purpose by God through an angelic encounter. And even though she didn't know what it fully meant, she still accepted it and walked forward in it. So walking out your purpose, I'm sure Mary did not have it easy, <laughs> and she didn't fully understand. And I feel like many of us, that's probably very typical, and that's a confirmation that it's okay. But it's her submission and her trust in the Lord. She was the literal and physical expression of the preparation of the way. What a model of faith. Um, it's just beautiful to watch her um, and read that story, not knowing what it looked, out, looked like, but still accepting it. In Luke 2, after Jesus was born and an angel appeared to the shepherds, announcing the good news that Jesus was born, they quickly went and found Jesus, Mary, and Joseph and shared what the angel told them. And I found it really interesting. I feel like Mary uh, give, gives us a key strategy on how to steward our purpose well. And in Luke 2.19, it said, Mary treasured all these things in her heart and often pondered what they meant. Some other translations say, Mary treasured up all these things in her heart and she meditated on them. So some tangible ways and things that you can start doing today to actually steward your purpose and express it in your unique way. She gives us a strategy is to meditate. Meditate on what the Lord is telling you. Pray. Read the word. Grow in hearing his voice. I feel like that's something that we as a community here at The Resting Place are so heaven-bent on is going after the voice of the Lord because that that truly helps prepare the way. It advances the kingdom. And so we do things, note whether you're in childcare or worship or, or in AV, we're leaning into the voice of the Lord, going after our purpose and expressing that through um, serving, through community. Hearing his voice will help you prepare the way. As you're walking out your purpose, there's always waiting. Mary had to wait. John the Baptist had to wait. Jesus had to wait. But knowing and trusting that the Lord is faithful and as we partner and co-labor with him, we're able to walk out that purpose more fully and express it more, more like ourselves. 
So in that waiting, waiting is an active part of our purpose. And so we are to wait well and wait with joy, which was so, fun. like I said in the beginning, that Advent, that the, the theme of Advent this, this Sunday was just so cool because I'm like waiting well. We wait with joy and expectation and anticipation of what happens when we prepare the way of the Lord. Another way that we can steward that is to say yes to opportunities, even if you don't feel qualified or ready. Saying yes to teaching, saying yes to new opportunities, um, speaking up more, preaching. Uh, a new job this year for me was something I did not feel qualified for, um, but I said yes because I felt that stir inside of me, and I truly felt like the Lord was um, leads all of us to step into something bigger than ourselves. You should feel unqualified when you go into a job or a position because that's where growth is. That's where you'll find you can't do it on your own. You you need, and our, our, our purpose is to lean into the voice of the Lord and partner with him through it. And so the, I want to visit the last two verses um, in Philippians. It says, so let all who are fully mature have this same passion of running with passion and pursuing and expressing our purpose. I love that. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. I think it's so encouraging that we see here in the scripture that it's a promise that God will reveal our purpose to those who have yet to have the same passionate desire or pursuit of it. I believe that your desire and your pursuit after your own purpose will actually ignite um, and inspire others to go after their purpose. And the last verse says, and let us advance together to reach this victory prize following one path with one passion. And I love that there's such an emphasis on community all throughout scripture and even, like I said, a strategy for stewarding that because you should be around people who in, uh, empower you and inspire you and um, equip you and call you up into your purpose. We're made for community and we're not called to do it alone. And so I encourage you as part of stepping in and stewarding your purpose to make it a priority to invest in community. Ask the Lord what that looks like. Ask Ask the Lord for people to help empower you and inspire you. When you're uncertain about a decision or an opportunity, that's where you can lean into community. That's where you can ask people for prayer. That's where you can ask people, um, bounce things off of people. The last verse really expresses the importance of community and reinforces how we have one path and that we can have one passion and one purpose, which is knowing him, loving him, and making a way for him. That's so we can go through things together, we can watch and champion others, and we can advance the kingdom together. It's truly the vision of this house to see the lost found, the found free, and peace to reign. That's walking out your purpose. We're stepping in and we're walking in and stewarding purpose. And that's why Jimmy put in such an emphasis on serving. It's not just so you can do something to add to your, cal your calendar. We want you to walk in your purpose, whether that's here or at another campus, um, at your job or in your family. Because only you can express your purpose, the purpose of life, that way. Only you can do it your way. So I want to pray for you as we close, because I feel like the Lord is going to unlock and give you some fresh, um, just fresh revelation about the next best step. So it's not about seeing the full picture um, or having it all laid out. I just believe the Lord really, uh, like, reveals steps. The more that we trust him, the more that we lean into him, the more that we take, take risk in expressing it. Maybe being up on stage and worshiping is something that has been a desire of yours. I encourage you to step towards that. Maybe come to Thursday prayer because you want to, you've never experienced intercession before and you have a stirring or just a pulling. 
whatever that looks like, maybe it's applying for a new job. You just feel like the grace has lifted at your current job and it seems like you're going against the grain. Maybe this is the call. This is the time to step out and trust. You know the voice of the Lord. We're hardwired to hear him. And so I believe that the more that you lean in and trust his voice, he'll give you, you'll know what peace feels like and you'll know what yes feels like. And so as you express it, I just believe that he will give you um, just grace and he'll, uh, he blesses and honors our obedience. And so would you stand with me as we pray?